Boom. First episode. Good evening, Mesh. How you doing, buddy? Good. Now we can talk about the fight. <laughs> officially. Now we can officially. Did you watch it? I did watch it. We are talking about the McGregor-Poirier fight, obviously. Um, what'd you think? I'm disappointed. Yeah? Based on all of the hype mm-hmm. that Connor had, I'm I'm disappointed. But that was a brutal ankle injury. Yeah. That's going to... He's not going to be recovering from that for a while. It'll take a while. Dude, I was I was weirded out, honestly, with the press conference. Because did you watch the press conference and everything? Yeah, it seemed like McGregor and uh, Dustin's wife were going at it, too. Dude, I was fight. weirded out. First off, the second fight, they were so cordial to each other, right? Yeah. They were so cordial. Connor was being so nice. He wasn't being like old Connor. He was like, oh, I respect for Dustin, this and that. And then they go into this one, and he's like throwing his hot sauce in the crowd, throwing Dustin's hot sauce in the crowd, saying like, this guy's a punk. I was like, okay, obviously it's for show this time. But I feel like, and I don't want to speak because I, if any MMA fans hear this, dude, they're going to get mad. But like, I feel like Connor's lost his touch in that sense. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like Connor 2016 trash talk Connor. It sounded like he was trying too hard, in my opinion. Do you think the UFC's main man, Conor McGregor, is, is this his downfall? Is this like he's going to be stepping aside, focusing more on his other brands, maybe? Not fighting as much? Or? I think he already has. I mean, he was hyping up his training. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like an expert because I don't know exactly how his training went. I'm sure he trained hard, right? But like, I don't know, dude. And even after the fight, like, it was weird to me because after Dustin's getting interviewed and Connor's like pointing a gun at his head going, I'm going to murder you. And I'm like, like while he's on the ground with a broken leg and I'm just like, this looks weird to me. And then Dustin's wife is flipping him off, which was hilarious. Did you see that? That was hilarious. Dude, that was funny. And I was, I, I don't know, bro. I was, she, she's a tough lady, dude. I know that was funny. Cause they were tell. like, they were like, Dustin, what do you think about him talking about your wife? He's like, Oh, my wife saw it as a rock. That doesn't matter. <laughs> but what do you think about McGregor Poirier for? I do not think I would not necessarily support that. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly enough, I've always been about these matchups, especially with McGregor. The series with Diaz, I mean series with Khabib, phenomenal fights, right? Yeah. And now we're at this point where he's fought the last two fights he fought with Dustin, he lost, right? Mm-hmm. So if he fights again with Dustin and loses again, then what? I think he's for sure. I don't, I'm not going to say done after that, but like, I'm just like, I think the UFC's taking a turn to someone else. I mean, Connor will always be, in my opinion, the biggest name in UFC ever. But let me put this out there. Okay. Who is going to step up and be the UFC's model poster boy? How old is Connor? 32. That's why we have laptops. <laughs> it's probably, I think he's 32. Yeah. 32. yeah. And there, I mean, Masvidal is fighting. He's like 36. He's got years on him left, dude. I don't know if, I, I don't know what's next for him, dude. I'm, I'm kind of like. Dustin's 32. Oh, he is? I thought Dustin was like late 20s. I was wrong about that. I don't know, dude. I don't know what's next for Connor. And I should have, dude, I should have bet on that fight. I should have. Because. 
I was telling like my friends and stuff before I was like, I think Dustin's going to win. And I had people saying, no, Connor's going to, you know, kick his butt and whatever. And I'm like, dude, Dustin's good. He like beat him bad. The last fight. Dustin is a phenomenal stand-up boxer. I keep yeah. using that word phenomenal, but he really is great. He, he, he's tough. He's tough. He's just an all-around solid American fighter, you know? Yeah. I didn't watch any of the fights before. How did those go? The, the, the O'Malley prelims, fight. The prelims were great. There were some solid cards leading up. Um, did you watch the Sean O'Malley fight? I heard yeah. he, like, killed the guy. <laughs> Let me tell you this, man. Sean O'Malley hit this guy. His head kept bobbling left and right, back and forth, but it stayed in one position, and Sean just kept landing shot after shot after shot. Really? It, it was a great fight. Sean O'Malley is the next Conor McGregor. How many rounds did that go? I know that that sounds ridiculous, but... Hey, you heard I'm it here first, it folks. <laughs> I'm calling it out. No, what? I'm serious. He He's young. He's hype. I mean, obviously he has controversy behind him as a fighter, but... He fights good, man. Yeah. How many rounds did that fight go? Three. Three. Wow. You know what pisses me off, dude? Um, yeah, round three, and it was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was a KO, TKO stoppage. Wow. And Sean advanced. He four, he's 14-1. and one. He's in the bantamweights top five for sure. I don't know. I have to look that up, but 26 years old. Yeah, that kid's got a bright future for sure. You know what makes me mad? Fury Wilder. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Why did it cancel? Was it one of their like trainers got COVID or something? There is a lot of backstory between what is going on here. Um, so wasn't the fight supposed to be set, supposed to be set up for the end of July? It was like July twenty fourth. Yeah. Yeah, postponed after a spread of COVID-19 positive swept through the Las Vegas gym of the WBC heavyweight champion, Fury. Fury told like, officials on The Athletic Thursday. So it, it was it was Fury it was Fury's side, I'm guessing? I guess they're postponing the fight to September, it says at the bottom of the Oh, season. okay. Well, that's not too bad, as long as they don't wait a year, you know? Because, dude, I would love – did you watch those two first fights? I cannot picture – yes, but I cannot picture – Tyson Fury winning again. Really? Yeah, really. Really? Wilder has some... I don't know what it is, but like... I might have to bet you on that then. Let's put some money on it. I look at Tyson Fury and I think of a hot dog. Well, yeah, you look at him, but then you watch him box and you're like, oh my God. But imagine this though. He's got a little bit of a height advantage. He's got a reach advantage. You know, he... He's probably used to taking the punches. I think he has an overall skill advantage. Because Wilder hits so hard. Like, stupid hard. But, like, Fury's movement, for how big he is, blows my freaking mind, bro. Like, he... I don't know. I I was really excited for that, and I hope they do it in September. Um, We may have to bet on that. (laughs) I'll take you on that. Let's go. Ten bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks. Fine, 10 bucks. I got Fury. We're on with that. And then we got our favorite, of course, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about him. Why? He's a showpiece, dude. Okay, I'll, I'll mention this. I think 
going back to UFC and McGregor, okay. I think potentially there was a Mayweather-Logan Paul fight. Yeah. I think there could be a potential McGregor-Jake Paul fight. I think that fight would bring in, in terms of money marketing, so much revenue yeah. for not only the UFC, but co-sponsors and the fighters themselves. This fight, the UFC, McGregor lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, he lost, but he was guaranteed twenty million. Wait, really? Really? Dustin Oz was only guaranteed one million. That's per some source that I saw earlier. I forgot what it is, but if we're talking about money, and well, yeah, McGregor brings in the most money anywhere. Anywhere you look at McGregor Mayweather, what they get. But that if you fight? think about that, though, you got the YouTube kid. Yeah. Versus McGregor, who's he's a money magnet, right? Yeah. So, dude, I I could see it. I just I don't know if McGregor would agree to that, honestly. Like, I don't know. McGregor has enough money, dude. He does. I don't think he cares about the money really. And he's honestly he's not stupid with his money, like people like Mayweather. I think because Mayweather this. blows his freaking money. I think though, Mayweather. Yeah, dude. I saw this thing like Fifty Cent is friends with him. Wait, real quick. Fifty Cent's friends with him, oh, and no. he's like. He's like, yeah, no, he's terrible with his money. He buys helicopters and watches the second he makes money, and then he's broke and has to fight again. I saw a interview with Floyd Mayweather Uh in his Las Vegas home where he said that it was in about 2003, 2004, something like that, where he realized there was a difference between rich wealth and having residual wealth throughout generations, generational wealth. That's what they call it. Okay. Right? I think I saw the same video, but go ahead. Tons of people saw it probably. Yeah. It's on Instagram, wherever, TikTok. And um, more, the entire moral of it was he's built an empire a little bit past just being rich, right? Yeah. He's multiple streams of income. He's got nightclubs in Las Vegas. He's got a car dealerships. He's got a boxing gym franchised out. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg has that, uh, what is it, F365, something like that, Fitness 365 program. I have He's no got idea. Franchise gyms I all around the country. Mayweather's in that now. Did you know Rick Ross owns like the 50, rapper? Or like, no, 200, excuse me, wing stops. <laughs> really? Like the rapper Rick Ross? I did yeah. not know that. Do you see Mayweather ever fighting again? He owns 28 wing stops. Really? <laughs> That's funny, bro. Do you do you see Mayweather fighting again? Yeah, back to Mayweather. Um, yeah, definitely. Really? At least one more time. Maybe two more times. Like an exp- exhibition thing? Definitely exhibition. Yeah. Um, he's phenomenal, too. Well, duh. I mean, he... We were watch. I was watching it with, um, well, I was trying to watch it because it, the Showtime crashed. Yeah, and bro, we were like, we were trying to like live stream it on TikTok. It was really pissing me off because like everyone had it crash, but like some guy, like a bunch of guys, kept live streaming it on TikTok, and they they get it like kicked off because you can't do that, you know. But um, there was like there was a moment when like Logan's throwing all these combos, <laughs> and you see in the comments. Oh, he's kicking his butt. He's, you know, he's he's killing him. And I'm just like, 
dude, Logan didn't land one punch in all those combos. Do you know which one, which part I'm talking about? I think it was in one of the early rounds when he was just going like this, like back and forth, like no technique. He didn't land like one because Mayweather had his gloves up and he just knew I'll give it to Logan, dude. He, he landed like two, I think two solid ones on him. I think not like really solid, but like he like did a dodge hit, which was really good. I was really pissed off at showtime though, but for Mayweather being 44 or 45 and stepping in against a guy who's like 50 pounds heavier than him and like doing that, like that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. What do you think about, uh, Makachev? It's on Makachev, UFC fighter. He's like the little brother. Of yeah. Um, you know, the guy I'm talking about. He only has one loss, doesn't he? He only has one loss. Yeah, he's was nineteen. It? He's nineteen to one. He's fighting Thiago uh, Moises on uh, the seventeenth. Dude, what is up with those people from Dagestan? I've heard they're like Dagestan is like the most disciplined place in the universe. That is a whole another breed of culture and fighting spirit. Is fighting like the thing there, that, or is that just? So from my understanding and from a little bit of the like, you know, videos that obviously you see on UFC and whatnot, you know, pregame fights. Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling and Sambo. Sambo is a big sport in Dagestan. And um, yeah, Khabib and all these guys, they just literally live in this small village in the middle of a mountain. In the caves. <laughs> <laughs> literally. And literally. <laughs> They have so much wealth, so much wealth, so much money, but they really invested in Fighting. very simple things. And yeah, from my understanding, Khabib, after he retired, he started putting up a bunch of like, because uh, he uh, put up a bunch of gyms yeah. throughout Russia and a couple other places throughout the Eastern European bloc. So, so wait, that's his, he's related to Khabib, that guy? Yeah, yeah, they're cousins, something like he that. He looks yeah. exactly like him. That's what's funny. That's a mini Khabib. Huh? I know. It, wait, is he smaller than Khabib? I don't know a ton about know. him. He's. So I'm looking at his. I want Khabib to fight again, bro. I like. <laughs> if Khabib came out and fought Dustin now, that would be one of the. That would be one of the biggest selling UFC events ever. Yeah, but I'll tell you this though. Khabib would need a lot of time to train. To get back into shape. I'm, you don't think he's still training? Uh, no, I don't know, man. Maybe not as hard, but... He's, he's coaching, man. I saw a video yeah. of him at the, the Apex gym in uh, DC's gym in California. Really? Yeah. And he was coaching all these Dagestani guys and Cause Cali, dude, Cali fighters. Khabib, like, two years ago, I can't think of, like, any lightweight that would beat him. Dude, I remember when Khabib fought Michael Johnson. And Michael Johnson was a powerhouse. He yeah. was a tough, tough son of a gun. And Khabib demolished him. He's he ragdolled too, him. He's too strong, bro. Like when Dustin was talking about his um his just body placement and where he like he like puts his weight when he's like grappling and how it's like insane to like it's it like he's just ridiculously strong for like what he can do. Yeah. I, I, I want to see him fight again. Like, I understand his dad died and that, like, made him, you know, kind of dip. But yeah. I don't know. I think I think the whole world would want to see him fight again. Yeah. I just find it funny, like, like going back to the Jake Paul thing. I know you don't want to talk about that. But, like, 
<laughs> Tyron Woodley. Jake Paul, if you hear this, don't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably listening right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Tyron Woodley loses what? His last four fights? His last four. Gets cut from the UFC. Is that what happened? He, he, He's going to the Hall Pettis of Fame, got, though. Yeah, Pettis got cut, though. Or, like, they parted ways mutually, whatever. Yeah. I want to I want to see um I don't know. There was that one like standoff between Jake and um Tyron Woodley. It's all for sure. And every well no, everyone was saying Jake looks scared. Did you see that when he was like looking off to the side kind of? I'm not saying he was. I'm not going to be like, "Oh, Jake is scared." Like I have no idea. I'd be scared too. I'd be terrified Tyron, Tyron if I Woodley looks like he wants to beat his butt. Yeah, that's the thing is respect for Jake to, for even getting in there <laughs> against Tyron Woodley because I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't get in against anyone. Well, Ben Askren is not a good boxer, but that was sad, bro. I like, I like Ben Askren just because he's like a funny guy. He's like fun to like. Li- he's like fun to listen to. Ben Askren, Askren, excuse me, looks like a toe. Dude, he's <laughs> <laughs> he's a not, he's like fun to listen to though. Like you, you hear him in, in his interviews, and like they're like so like before he fought Jake, and he's like. What, what do you think about Jake Paul? He's like, well, I mean, if he's better than me, then he'll beat me. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, you suck at this. <laughs> I'm waiting for Colby Covington to come back. Oh, my God. Usman. He's so controversial in the UFC. I know a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people love him. But the guy's a fighter. He's oh, tough. Yeah, dude. He's got a good record. He took Usman the distance last. No, almost the distance. I think he only has two losses on his record. He hasn't fought for a while, granted. Yeah. He almost took Usman the distance. I think he beat him in round five. And he's fought some of the big names, too. I mean, he fought Rafael Dos Anos, Robbie Lawler. Yeah. He fought all these guys, too. I want to see Usman Covington, too. I think that would be that would be fun to watch. Did you see UFC 261 with Usman and Masvidal? Mm-hmm. It was, like, on some some sites, like, rated it best, like, best UFC card ever with the Rose knockout. You know what and I then, never realized? Huh. Jorge Masvidal has like 50 fights under. He's yeah, he, 35 and 15. I'm looking yeah. at his record right now. 35 and 15. That's a lot of fights. How old is he? Dude, I don't know, but... Jorge, what's going on, man? Yeah, I, I saw the 15 losses before the... Um... Oh, he's 36. Mm-hmm. I saw the 15 losses before... Um the Usman fight and I was like whoa like I didn't know he like not that that's I mean he's a great fighter he's like vicious and like but 15 loss and that is a lot of fights for being 36 like Connor Connor's 32 and he's fought what like 28 times or something that's a lot of fights and I don't think they would ever do Masvidal Usman too because Masvidal just really gave it to him so I was watching a different podcast that I will not name <laughs> for copyright infringement reasons. <laughs> Dude, they probably would want the shout out though. But um there's a Croatian guy, his name was Mirkov Krokrov. Okay. Oh, I've heard oh and I know. This whole deal, and I was looking at this video, and anyways, if you haven't seen the video, go look this guy up on YouTube. And his stare down so he was the head of some type of like 
think it was like some Croatian. I think everyone knows what podcast you were talking exactly, about. Exactly. <laughs> like I said again, for copyright. For copyright. Of course, of course. You got to be respectful. <laughs> that's not a part of our corporate policy here. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, if you go look at the video, like it was pointed out in the original podcast I'm referring to, this guy was like a paramilitary killer. Yeah. Like he killed real people. And I was looking at their stare down with whoever he was fighting. And I'm looking at some of the fights. You now. can hear in the original podcast that yeah. we will not speak of for copyright yeah. infringement reasons. Like I said, copyright <laughs> <laughs> But when you look at the comparison from then to now, even though, yeah, there's a lot of marketing, a lot of show yeah. involved in these fights, the fighters now, yeah, a lot of them are underpaid, but they're really not fighting for the love of fighting. For the love of fighting. You don't I mean, so. coming from somebody that's not a fighter, you know, when I look at it, I mean, I could I could actually take this into multiple sports, you know, but I feel like it's so motivated by financial profit now that... I can see that, especially with like... A the, lot of things are changing, man. A especially with the Paul brothers getting in the middle of things, you know, and you have like John Jones, who I want to see fight against so bad, because did you see his Twitter post of him at like, 255 or something yeah he's he's massive now like a good massive and dc needs to come out of retirement if i joke <laughs> he's not ready to do that dude <laughs> if anything jones would fight in ganu and i want to see that more than anything but what i'm saying is like jones and francis and ganu is tough yeah dude have you heard his story about like cameroon and like the Straight sand mines poverty and, yep. like and he moved to france or something i don't i don't know the whole story but like um, no, he's, but I want to see John Jones come back, fight Francis Ngannou. And I think the reason he's not is because he, and that's fair, right? When you see people like Conor McGregor making guaranteed 20 million on this last fight, yep. right? But you have someone like John Jones who, I mean, he has a one loss on his record, but he really hasn't lost a fight, right? And the steroid thing is controversial. That's fine. But I'd be upset too if I have that record and and John Jones like is carrying that on his shoulders and he's coming in getting offered five hundred thousand dollars to fight Francis Ngannou. You know, I'd be upset too. And I I get like, listen, I think that yeah, obviously these fighters are tied into contracts with the UFC. Yeah, they have to fight a certain amount of times in a certain duration. Um. But ultimately, they're the ones that this is their profession. They're fighters. You know? That's true. I always think about it like this. Like if I'm just saying, if I were a fighter, half of my life would definitely be fighting, right? Yeah. Try and be the best. But the other half would be marketing. Try to market yourself, go to events, et cetera, et cetera. Try and become the most successful. I think that's why Connor is so successful in the sense of he came into the game with pretty much nothing. You know, sporting these yeah, I remember his press conferences. He would have these like gray suits on with these caps on, like snapback caps, you know, like baseball yeah. caps, like straight edge ones. Yeah. You know, and now he's walking in with multi thousand dollar custom made suits, Rolexes on the watch, slick back hair. Yeah. Very Irish mobster style. Right? Yeah. I think that he's been able to really do something that like a lot of fighters want to do but they can't do because they don't have it connor has the personality well, i think the irish it. accent helps and yeah the personality and just he's the, fun 
He is. He's fun to listen Not to. Not a big Connor fan in general, but he's fun. He's an awesome entertainer. He, he really is. That's why the la- the the Poirier two fight kind of bored me, right? Because yeah. they they were just like he's like oh respect they were being for friends, yeah. respect, for, and I'm like okay, like this is cool to see because I like sportsmanship. You know, I played football my whole life. Like, I was always like, I feel like there's not as much trash talking as the UFC because I feel like the UFC is probably the most trash talking sport. But like, you think? What do you think would be bigger, boxing? I, I feel know. like a, I feel like a combat sport has to have them because you have to have that edge. Sure. You can be Tom Brady going into like a game, be like, "Oh, hey, other quarterback, nice to see you." Shake hands, then go play some football. You sure. know? Sure. But like. With fighting, you have to have this edge on you where, like, you sound, even if you're, like, nervous, right? You have to sound vicious. You have to sound like you are so confident going into this that you're going to, like, rip the other guy's head off that it gets into their head, you know? And and Connor was good at that at the very beginning. I don't think he got to Dustin's head at all. Because you even look at this last fight between those two, dude, Connor was beating him in the first round anyway. Mm-hmm. I would have given the first or sorry, Dustin was beating him in the first round anyway. I would have given the first round to Dustin like easy, easy dude. He had him on the ground. He was punching him like easy. And I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Maybe Sean O'Malley is the next Conor McGregor. Maybe because it's his hair color. I don't know. (laughs) But like, Sean O'Malley, you're invited to this podcast. Please come. Please. Anyone who wants to talk about <laughs> UFC who has a big name. So, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the upcoming fights. We got Makachev and Moses. I think Makachev will win that. What day um, is that? That's 17th. But the following week on the 24th, that's Sanhagen and Dillashaw. TJ uh, Dillashaw, he'll, he'll be fighting again. That's a good fight. TJ Dillashaw is kind of old, isn't he? He's, or am I stupid? Am I thinking of someone else? He is kind of old. He is 35. Okay. Not that old, I guess. I heard that the prime, your prime in UFC is like early 30s. That's what I heard because you're like really developed as a fighter and you like by then and you don't let things get to your head as much because you've learned a lot between, like through your 20s. Well, he's going to be competing. It's a ba- uh, bantamweight bout, bout, excuse me, right? And so he's going to be competing again after not competing for a while. Yeah. You know, so... I want to see Rose Corey's fight again. Number two, so I mean, I want to see Rose fight somebody again, because Rose's fight against um, that Wei Li girl, dude, they're tough. Man. That was high. The chicks fighting are tough. I'm not Valentina, gonna lie, bro. Shevchenko, oh, dude. dude. Woo! I'm not gonna lie, bro. Let's Sometimes see, I like Valentina I like the girls' fights off. better than the guy fights, dude, because <laughs> they just go in, bro. The girls are scary. Even like, tough. is Amanda Nunes done fighting? No. I, I haven't Maybe. seen anything of her lately, but like, I don't know. I love, I love like girls on the main card and they just like go out and they're just spitting trash talk at each other. And it's like, oh my God, it just gets me like so hyped up to watch it. So Nunez is actually going to be fighting versus Juliana Pena. When? That is going to be August 7th. She's on Dude, the main card. I'm so behind everything. That's okay. I am so behind. That everything. can be your homework for now. That can- <laughs> Yeah, dude. Ronda Rousey was fun to watch, I remember. But that that was that was a quick downfall for her. Respect. Didn't she go to the WWE or something? I have no idea. But anyway, we got um got a whole plethora of topics coming up after this. So um 
yeah, we'll see you in the next segment of the New Age podcast. <laughs>